Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's Brett. Welcome back to Business is Sweet. You may have noticed that the past two weeks we didn't have an episode and that was because first it was Thanksgiving and wanted to give just that little break to pause running and thinking about business and just to focus on family and that's what I was doing, just enjoying some quiet time off and it's just so good to remember that you can hold yourself to your own schedule, your own timeline. You don't have to play into these kind of fake rules we have where you got to post every day, you've got to show up and make your episode every single week. And like, it's okay to give yourself that break and that time. And so that's what I was doing over Thanksgiving. And I hope you were doing that for yourself as well. And then the second week, that first week of December, we didn't have an episode either because it was the Make It Happen Summit. And I was live for three days with 174 other home bakers. It was in, an incredible group. So fun. So high vibe. I can't even put into words what we experienced and how fun and powerful and just on fire that that event was. We had three two-hour sessions together and it was just jam-packed with with mindset shifts, with breakthroughs, light bulb moments, so much information. We talked about how to create a business plan. We made business plans together. We went through every little aspect of it and it was just, it was awesome. We just broke it all down and now we all have business plans. We went through finances. We talked about pricing. We talked about money management. We talked about being a good boss to yourself and it was just amazing. Everybody in that summit is now ready to take the world by storm this next year in 2023. I've just been reading through some of the student reviews on the summit and just giddy with it. One student said, I've always hated numbers in business. I thought I'm the creative type. After the summit, I understand how the business side of things can be pretty sweet too. Whereas before I felt a loss, now I feel very equipped on how to start and run a successful business of my own, something I never thought would happen. Another student said, the summit was truly amazing. I learned so much about getting past my fears, how to start marketing, made a plan for my business, and how to start managing my finances. It showed me what I dream can be accomplished. She and others have done so. She helped me to see how important community and networking are and that we can all cheer one another on. I can't say enough about the summit and positive mindset has helped me to create. So basically, we were all on cloud nine during the summit and in the time following, and I feel like it's just a shame 
to not put this out there for others to join in. So if you're feeling like you missed out on all of the awesome, good progress that was made during the summit, I've taken all three recordings and I've put them available for purchase so you can still jump on in and go through the summit as if you attended live and enjoy all the resources and all the learning that happened there. I would love it, love it, love it if you had a chance to listen to it because it was like literally life-changing. I can't even describe any better than that how powerful this summit was. So I'll leave the link to the summit recordings in the show notes. And when you're ready, jump on in and get your new year started right now. So now that the summit is done, I'm able to come back to these podcast episodes and get going again on our little mini coaching sessions that we have here. I really enjoy getting to spend this time with you, and I hope you've been loving it too. If you have, make sure you leave the show a review so that other bakers can find it too. We want to keep passing it along and spread the word because there's so many other people who need to hear this good stuff. We were talking in the beginning about this recipe for success and we need to come back to it and continue talking about those ingredients that are actually involved in helping you reach success as a home-based baker in business. So let's just take a moment to recap what those first ingredients were, what this recipe is that we've been talking about. So the recipe for success as a home baker involves six ingredients. It is one, your business plan, creating a business plan for your business. Number two, your product, fine tuning and refining your production process and your product, the quality, making sure that it's high value. Number three, your pricing. You got to nail down that pricing so that the money matches the energy that you're putting into your business. Number four is your marketing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And then it follows up with number five, which is customer service, and number six, which is financial management. We'll talk about those in the future. But let's talk about marketing. Marketing is one of my favorite topics because the more you understand marketing, the more you do it, the funner running your business becomes. And the more you understand marketing, the funner selling becomes because you start to realize that as a business, when you show up and sell anything, cakes, cookies, brownies, whatever it is that you do, it's actually all about the customer. And when people buy from you, it's not about you begging for money. It's not about you like begging for people to be your customers or being salesy or sleazy. Really what's happening is people are buying because they have some kind of need. And it's kind of funny to think about baked goods as being a need, but they really are because people have a need for connection, for memories, for something to remind them that life is more than just the everyday hustle and bustle, for something to remind them that there are good times and good things and moments to celebrate, and that's what baked goods do. So they fill this need that people have, and it's honestly like, thank goodness, thank goodness for the bakers that exist out there who create these experiences for people that they just crave, they just want something more than the ordinary. That's what you do as a baker. And that's what your marketing is really about. Marketing kind of sounds like this big, fancy, expensive, high-end kind of word. When you think of marketing, you're probably thinking of like, oh, these big budgets that businesses have to pour into ads and to pour into like radio 
sessions or TV commercials and it's like very high end, out of reach. But literally marketing, if we want to define it, all that marketing is, is telling people about your business. It's communication. And I think that good marketing is communicating about it in a way that's very relatable to your target customer and to people. When you market your business and your products well, it should connect with the customer. And it's a story. Like you craft this story through your marketing. There's this message. And it's all about the customer. As home bakers, we go into business because of our story, because we're trying to provide for our families, because we love this creative thing that we get to do, and we love getting to serve people in that way, and that's our story, and that's kind of like the the founder's story of your business, right? But it's not the brand story. It's not the message that's the forefront of all your marketing, because when someone is scrolling Instagram or, you know, looking at whatever and things are popping up, their their brain is programmed to tune in to things that are essential for its survival or that are relevant to it, relevant to that person. That's, that's how our brains worked. They're literally tuned to filter out things that don't have to do with us and things that don't connect with us. And so as people come across your business and your brand, if it doesn't speak to them, their attention will not stick on it. Their brain is going to filter it out because it didn't tell them anything that was relevant to their story. Good marketing changes that. Good marketing takes kind of yourself out of it and looks at it from the perspective of the customer. Why is what I do important to somebody else? What need does it actually fill? How does it actually transform their life? One of my favorite business coaches out there is Donald Miller. And he he is the founder of Business Made Simple. And he has a couple of podcasts and I love listening to them. And he also wrote a book called Story Brand. And Story Brand is all about creating a story with your brand and with your marketing where it's it's like the hero's journey, right? Any movie, almost any movie, any book that you've read is all about this hero's journey. And we, we tune into this kind of story arc that happens where there's someone in the beginning who's our hero and they're just kind of average and they're going along doing their thing. And then they get confronted with challenges and they get to go on this like quest or this this journey and there's things that they have to overcome and they're tested in new ways and we find our hero like not really knowing how to get through it all and oh along comes this guide and Harry Potter it's Dumbledore and Star Wars it's Yoda you know we you know who they are this guide comes along who teaches them what they need in order to win the day and that's the hero's journey and so story brand this kind of template that Donald Miller created for marketing is all about crafting the story so that your customer is placed as the hero of your brand and all of your marketing revolves around them and their journey and you as the business are placed as this guide and how you come along and you help them win the day and that's how you fit into this story 
And everything that you write, all of your captions, your copy, your emails, everything centers around your customer's journey. Because when you do that, all of a sudden they understand how what you do as a baker fits into their story and why it's important and why it's essential. Because now it's not a caption anymore about, oh my gosh, I loved making this cake because I see people do this technique all the time and it looked so fun, I wanted to try it. Like that just gets filtered right out and they glance right over that. All of a sudden you're writing captions that are like, hey, you made it through another week. Pat on the back, you deserve some fresh baked cinnamon rolls tomorrow. Oh, don't like don't bother making some. Don't make more dishes and more work for yourself. I've got them for you. I've got you covered. Like time to celebrate yourself. Grab you a dozen of these cinnamon rolls. They'll be ready tomorrow for pickup. And all of a sudden, that story is about the customer. It's about how they've had a busy week and they deserve to treat themselves and they shouldn't have to create more work for themselves. And you you come in and you do that for them. You help them win the day by being that supplier of those cinnamon rolls. So that's like a pretty basic example, but that's the whole idea. It's time to shift into the mindset of your customer and craft all of your marketing around them. It's really fun to actually step back and and remember the times that you've been a customer. And I can't help but do this everywhere I go. I look at billboards, I look at ads, I look at commercials, and I'm always thinking now like, oh, what did they just do here? How did they just make that relate to me? Because you can see it. You can remember the ads or the marketing that stood out in your mind that connected with you, the things that, that you still remember. And think about those and, and what happened. Like, how did they get into your story? How did they understand you as the customer? And how did they bring you into this kind of world where you remember what their business was because they made it relevant to you? So that's what marketing really is at the deeper level. It's communicating this story to your customers. And as you build your brand and your business it's like, it's not just about having a fancy logo and it's not just about like the colors you choose. It's really about understanding what are the emotions you want people to feel when they connect with your brand or your business. And everything that you do fuels back to knowing who your target customer is because there's customers at every single price point, right? There's customers on the low end, there's customers at the medium low, medium high, high end, and all of these different people, they're kind of grouped into segments. They call it customer segmentation. And these different little segments or groups of customers value different things. Those people that are on the low end, they value the price. They value something cheap because to them, they need something on the table and it's not necessarily about the custom made quality of it. They just need something to feed people that like fits the bar, right? And so for them, price, price is that value. And then there's people in the middle who maybe they care about the speed. Can you get it done quick on short notice? Maybe there's people on the high end who are like the flavor, everything about flavor and then the design. And then I wanna be able to like put in all my input and get exactly what I want. So each of these groups, you have to understand what drives them and you have to know which group of customers you're talking to. Too often, we only see in business, we come into business as bakers and we only see the value of a low price and we only think about that. 
And we forget that there's so much more value that we offer and that it doesn't have to be about a low price. There's a group, yes, of customers that value that. But honestly, they're not the kind of customers who value the work you actually do. Because you as a baker, it's about the custom made, it's about the quality, it's about the freshness, it's about the beautiful things you can create, and they just don't come at a low price. So you have to turn, you have to like mentally make this shift and start focusing on a different group of customers and figure out what makes them tick. Who they are, where they are, where do they shop, what are they doing in life right now, are they like stay-at-home moms, do they have kids, are they working Who is that target customer? Because once you really define them and lay out everything you can about who they are, these people in this group, then you can talk to them. Then you can craft your marketing around these people in a way that really sings to them. If you don't know who they are, you have to figure it out. Otherwise, you are just kind of talking into the void and hoping that it resonates with somebody. But you can actually talk. Talk to your customers the ones from the past and talk to other people and do some research and do some validating to really understand who your target customer is. Because once you do that, dang, you're ready to go. Like now you understand who they are. Now you understand what they want. And oh, I was like focusing so much on this kind of offer and this kind of product and doing it in this kind of way. They actually don't care about that. They actually want to sit down with me and have a conversation and meet with me and taste flavors. I'm going to focus on that part of my business now and making that experience available to these customers because that's what they value, right? And the only way you know, the only way you know what it is, is by talking to them and learning who they are. Now, all of this isn't going to make a difference if people can't find your business. And that's the other part of marketing. It's positioning your business. It's where are you placing yourself so that those customers, the ones who are your target market, can actually find you when they're ready to order from you. Can you think about a time when you were on the customer end and there was something, a need you had, something you knew you wanted to buy to solve whatever problem, whatever need, whatever it was. Maybe you needed to get your hair done, or maybe you were looking for a Christmas present, or maybe you were looking for a baking class to take to improve your skills. And you're on that customer end and you're searching and you can't find what it is you're looking for. You can't find a good fit. You can't even really find any options out there. And it's kind of frustrating Because you know someone out there has got to be doing this and you're just not finding them. And so you start Googling, you start asking on Facebook, you start asking around to friends and that's how you find who you're going to buy from. That is the number one reason why people aren't ordering from you. You spent all this time on your portfolio, on your pages, on growing your, on building your business, but if people can't find it when they're actually looking for those goods or services, they're not going to order. It's like this no-duh kind of obvious thing, but literally it's at the heart of why so many businesses struggle because we pour all this time into our products and into our pictures and whatever else and we forget that people just aren't seeing it. They're not aware of it like we are. We're kind of in, feel like we're in the spotlight as business owners, that everyone knows what we're doing 
and that everybody is aware of this product we just launched or these cookie kits that I'm trying to sell. You know, I, I posted about it once. I told a friend, like, people know, and they really don't. <laughs> they do not know. You are so up close, and it's in your brain every day. Other people just aren't aware. And if you want to grow your clientele, you have to make your business findable. And it's funny because even like for me personally, I have my cake business and I have my coaching business and they're two separate things at this point. I have Hobble Creek Cake Co., which is where I sell my cakes and then the Out of Home Baker, which is where I talk to other bakers and I coach them and I guide them and I mentor them on their own businesses. And I still will get together with old friends like a high school reunion or with some neighbors and they're just like, how's the cake business going? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not I'm not really doing any cakes right now. I'm focusing on my coaching. And they're like, oh, what? I didn't know you did that. I had no idea you had a second business. And it's just funny because they don't know. <laughs> they don't know because I haven't told them that I have this awesome coaching business with so many amazing bakers I get to interact with. And it just isn't like information available to everybody in my life. And even it goes over their heads sometimes. And so it's like this good lesson for me, like, oh, I haven't actually put it out there as much as I feel like I have. All of us could stand to just raise our hands a little bit more and say like, hey, this is what I'm doing and invite people into that story and invite them to to know what your journey is, what's going on. So at the heart of the problem, most of the time is that people really just don't know you exist. There are people looking for your products, looking for the services you offer, and they just can't find you. So how do you fix that? Well, it's called SEO, search engine optimization. There are so many free ways to market your business. You don't have to have a huge budget. You don't have to drop thousands of dollars on a radio ad or an ad in a bridal magazine. We live in this really awesome time where small businesses can connect instantly with customers through social media and through Facebook and having a website. There's really great ways to get in front of your customers where you don't have to spend a lot of money. Often you don't have to spend any money and the people are right there. It's really, really cool. And you just have to know how to do that. So the best way to kind of process this is to put yourself in the shoes of your customer. When they need what you have, when they need a cake, when they need cookies, when they need to, you know, order something for a party, where do they go first in order to look for options? And we actually did a live a few months ago, maybe it was a year ago at this point, we did this live where we were a customer and I was live on Instagram and all the bakers joined and we actually placed an order as customers out of, and it was all in good spirit. It wasn't like to put anybody down or to like be sneaky. We actually did place a cookie order and we like Googled and we searched and we looked for who we wanted to order from. And we, we kind of went through that process. And as we started to look for custom cookies, that's what we were looking for was bridal shower custom cookies that I actually used for my little sister-in-law's bridal shower. And I was like, all right, you guys, where is the, what's the first thing we're going to do? And it was like, Google, we're going to Google it. Like, that's just kind of how we've been trained as humans. When we have a question and we're looking for something, we Google it first. And not surprising, a lot of options didn't come up because as home bakers, we're not, we don't have like fancy running websites a lot of the time. And it was an interesting thought because everybody goes to Google first 
And so if you're a home baker who can show up on Google, like they search and your your website comes up, even if it's just a little website, it's nothing fancy, but it's there connected to Google, that is huge. That sets you so far ahead of the game because you're the first option coming up (laughs) because nobody else is there. That's just not how people run their businesses as home-based bakers. So that's like step number one. If you want to get ahead of the game, you can start by having a website that comes up on Google. And I have one of those. I started my baking business, Hobble Creek Cake Co. in 2019. And I just kind of intuitively understood this, that if I wanted customers, I needed them to find me. I hadn't spelled it out, but intuitively, I just knew that. And so I needed, I, I knew I needed a website. And it was the biggest investment I'd made in my business <laughs> until that point. It was about $160. I got it on like a sale. I did it through Wix. I built it myself. And I really liked using Wix, by the way, like un unpromotion, like that's I, not an affiliate promotion or anything. I don't have any kind of code or any kind of brand deal with them. But I did like using Wix because it was very user friendly and you can just kind of drag and drop. There's no coding, there's no WordPress. It's just really easy to use. So I set my website up through Wix and I spent about $160 to like actually buy my domain and get the ads off of it. And holy crap, that was scary. I really struggled being able to pull that trigger. And it's funny because looking back now, $160, I'd drop that in a day. It'd be so easy to spend on that. Because on the other side of it, I understand the return on that investment. That website paid itself off within two weeks. From the orders that came in, it was like done. The money came right back to me. And it was awesome. It was so cool to see that actually work and function the way it was supposed to. So I'm a big believer in having a nice, simple website that can be findable. And that's one way to do it. That's the first way people look. But again, it's not the only way. If you're not ready to make that jump, even though I highly recommend it, that investment really does pay off. But if you're like, I'm not quite ready for that yet, there's other ways. People go to Facebook. People go to Instagram. So how can you be findable on those places? Maybe it's about customer referrals and and enlisting your friends and family to help you bring in those next customers to help spread the word, like helping them know what to say and where to send people. And literally it could be as easy as get on your Facebook today, pick any picture you have of a baked good or you in the kitchen and post it. And this is what you say. You say, hey everybody, I've really been enjoying making XYZ. I've really been enjoying making cakes. And I'd love to build my portfolio. I'd love to have a few more customers. And anyone who books with me right now gets this lucky side benefit of I'm not charging that much because I'm learning. If you guys know anybody who's having a party or a wedding who needs a cake, like send them my way. Would you please do that? Make that post and watch what happens. You're gonna get orders because all of a sudden people clue in to what you're doing and they wanna help you out. Your friends and your family want to support you in that. And that's such an easy way. Like, can you just share this post or can you just pass my information along? If anybody out there needs baked goods, like just know that I'm here and this is what I do. By being there, you're going to be, it's like, you're going to be surprised. Every time I tell this to someone, I'm like, just do it. Just make that post. They do it and bam, bam, bam. They've got three orders. It just happens. So the more you can put it out there and just share about it, 
and just like spread the word, do it, do it, do it. It's a marketing fact that it takes a customer an average of seven times, seven times seeing your brand or your business or your product before they will remember it and before they will trust it enough to buy from you. They need seven times seeing it, not just once, seven. So keep that going. You really can't talk about it enough. And you want to remember when you go to post about it and you feel that awkward, like, ugh, I feel like I've already talked about it too much. I feel like people are going to get bored of hearing me talk about it and they're going to want me to just stop. It's not true. That's how you feel and that's how nobody else is perceiving it. Everyone else is like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's doing that. Oh, yeah, I was kind of interested in that. And every time you post, it builds the story. And every time you share about your business, you remember that it's actually not about you. Remember in the beginning, it's not about you. This business is about them. Every time you post and invite people to buy, it's about solving their problem, solving their need, giving them something. It's about serving them. And so when you make those ads, it, it just, it's not, it's not you begging. It's not you pleading with people to be your customer. It's giving them a chance to write their own story. It's giving them a chance to make that choice. Yes, I'm in. I would love to try these beautiful baked goods. I would love to have that be a part of my day, of my event, whatever. It's really about them at the heart of all of this. Once you can shift into that mindset, it really does make all the difference. And you're not afraid to show up anymore because you understand the transaction that's actually happening here. That somebody pays you and then you get to return that to them with all this value, with the energy and the time that they save and the beautiful experience they get to have that's the transaction that's happening. Like literally, that is what's going on every single time. And so it's it's this equal thing. It's not you just like robbing them and people act like it is sometimes. It's just not. So however you choose to market your business, the actual mechanics might change. Whether it's on social media, whether you go traditional route and you have printed ads or business cards, or you're networking with people in your industry and outside your industry and just your personal network, or you're emailing or you're having a shop, what Ever the mechanics of are your marketing, it still goes back to A, who's your target customer? B, what is the problem you solve for them? And C, just creating that experience and knowing that it's all it's all about them. It's all about the customer and writing that story and inviting them into it. So that's your homework. Your homework is to define your customer, to understand who they are, And then number two, to go and put it out there. Make that post. Get on Facebook today on all the pages you have and invite people. Invite people into that story. Invite people to order from you and just start putting your hand up more and don't be afraid to talk about it because people actually do need what you have. I've really enjoyed talking about this today. I love the the topic of marketing. It can be so much fun. And obviously, there's so much more we can talk about on this subject. And I have a lot more to teach you. And I'm actually really interested to know what format, what way would you love me to deliver more of this content about marketing and how to actually get more customers in the door? Because that's one of the biggest 
challenges we face as home bakers. Like how do I keep those customers coming again and again? How do I keep my books full? I have a lot to say about this and I have a lot to teach you. So I'm curious to know, how would you like to learn it? Would it be through an ebook? Would it be through like another summit type event where we have a live coaching call? Would it be like a pre-recorded course? What do you want to see? What works for you? Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Find me at the out of home baker shoot me a DM and let me know like how you would like to learn more about marketing because it's this really fun, juicy topic that I want to teach you more about. I'm ready to like take your hand and take you all the way (laughs) and get all the customers you want. They're right there waiting for you. We just need to connect a few dots. So let me know. Find me on Instagram. Let me know how you'd like me to deliver more education about marketing. And then I just want to thank you again for tuning into the show, for tuning into Business is Sweet. I love being able to coach you here and being able to connect with you. If you want to get those summit recordings, don't miss out on those. They're available. Click the link in the show notes and just get ready to tackle this next year, you guys. Thanks again for listening and I will see you next week. 